Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. I'm Allison Klein. I'm delighted to have Lynn Kampf, Director of Market Development Organization for the Network Products Group at Intel. Welcome, Lynn. Thank you, Allison. I'm glad to be back in this network capacity. Very exciting. You have a new title and a new org. So why don't we talk about that and what your scope of focus is in this new role? Excellent. I'm really excited to be back in the network and communication space. I've spent a few years, as you know, in cloud and enterprise, and there's a lot happening in network related to virtualization, related to ability to orchestrate more flexibly across the data center and reach better agility. I am responsible for the ecosystem development, the business development, outbound marketing, and some of the industry technical development that we need to transform this part of the data center. And there's really not a lot of areas in data center that are as acutely focused on right now in terms of a massive innovation, really reforming how we think about the network and networking. Can you talk a little bit about the key drivers of this network transformation and where Intel is investing its time in terms of helping lead this transformation? So first of all, one of the data points that we would constantly refer to in the need for SDI was related to agility and ability to have network connections made. To have an application stood up in a VM, in minutes. And so the idea of going from months to minutes is fabulous, except if you need to align network security protocol to that application. So if you need a firewall or you need a router. And one of the consistent data points that I would constantly hear from CIOs is, you know, SDN would be great for orchestration, but if you really want me to move forward with agility towards software-defined infrastructure, you have to help me figure out how am I going to apply my network security protocols to virtual applications? Because I can stand an application up quickly, but I have absolutely no way of procuring a hardware firewall appliance, finding out where to put it and hook it into my data center, both power it up and hook it to VM in anything less than six to eight weeks. So it does me no good to have virtualization if I don't also have the ability to virtualize my network appliances. So when we take a look at that business challenge... What are the key technology paths that the industry is working on and Intel is working on with our broad community of partners to deliver this core capability to the data center? Well, the first step that Intel has started taking a number of years ago is something called four-to-one workload consolidation. There was this realization that many of the network workloads, the data plane on up, can be implemented with multi-core. So when the industry transitioned from single core and gigahertz to multi-core, there's an opportunity to consolidate these network workloads into one architecture. And when you consolidate those workloads into one architecture and they have virtualization support in them already, you start getting some extremely helpful benefits with network function virtualization. As we remember from our virtualization days, It was really important to have compatibility in the different processors because that got you the most efficiency when you were using a virtualized workload. Now that you have the workloads consolidated, four architectures down to one application control, packet, and signal processing all running on IA, then you can start really getting the benefits of network function virtualization. 
And this is where software-based network functions and services run on industry standard servers, right next to where the VM is running that needs that service. And past that, you can also do network virtualization overlays to enable virtual networks on top of physical networks. And then ultimately, all of that fabric, all of that virtualized infrastructure allows you to do things like software-defined networking in the most cost-effective and agile way. Obviously, there's a clear value proposition for IT. They virtualize their workloads. This seems like the missing link. What is the critical path to getting broad-scale deployment done now with the enterprise, now that solutions are coming to market? I think the most interesting thing about network function virtualization is how quiet it is in the industry that enterprises have already been going there. So it's very, very normal to see a virtual router or a virtual firewall or virtual load balance balancers already deployed in production. I think the important thing is to just get the message out that this is already mainstream and there are significant numbers of applications that are available for enterprises to be able to use that are already virtualized. So the people that are concerned about it and say, oh, it sounds new, there are many people who have broken ground before you and there's a lot of reference material out there on what steps to take to get there. It's not as challenging as I think a lot of people believe. Now, juxtapose that with the telco industry, there has been a tremendous amount of engagement and ballyhoo, for lack of a better word, around telco adoption of similar solutions. Why do you think people have been so aggressively talking about planned implementations within that space, yet the enterprise is quiet? Is that just based on the fact that the enterprise tends to be quiet about technology transitions in general? I think there's part of that, but the supplier and service provider relationships are slightly different in telco. Service providers need to signal very, very clearly to their suppliers, this is the direction that we're going. And virtualization is very, very new in the telco space. So applying this new data center capability into the telco space requires new practices. What the telco industry brings that's really helpful that could be challenging for the more extreme use cases that an enterprise might face They know how to program the network. Very easy for them because that's what they've been doing for 20 years. So I think that there are differentiators that telcos will find easier than enterprises. And there's things that enterprises have already done that the telcos will learn from as well. So there's these Intel data center technologies that we're bringing into telecommunications that are mature. That makes them attractive to the telco. But the telcos may be able to teach enterprises best practices about how to program the network once you have all this agility based in the enterprise itself. Why is it important that Intel is involved in this? And what unique value are we delivering to this from a microprocessor standpoint, as well as enabling technologies? So obviously, there's the IA CPUs that have the VT technologies in them. We've had virtualization offload and helper technologies for 10 years. Many years ago, virtualization was looked at as too much latency. Now, it's almost zero overhead compared to native. The NIC silicon is another area. We've been participating in Ethernet standards for many, many years. The 1 gig to 10 gig transition is something that's very mainstream for the enterprise today. And that's really important when you have high-density virtualization because virtualization needs a lot of east-west traffic, communication between the VMs. And network silicon needs to be much higher bandwidth to be able to do that effectively. 
there's chipset acceleration where we are doing some hardware offload for security functions. You can't do everything in software if you have very constrained power or you have very high throughput needs or you have both in the same system. So also an important component. We're doing a lot in Linux. One of the foundational principles for both enterprise as well as telco is the use of open source and implementing to open standards. So some things that are a little bit more enterprise participation would be OpenStack, where we're doing a lot of work around Nova and Neutron so that you can orchestrate using the OpenStack capabilities. There's also something that traditionally is more telco, so Etsy, where we are standardizing network function virtualization. There's OPNFV would be a hybrid between what would be traditional enterprise and telco. And then completely new things like dpdk.org, where we've totally open-sourced optimizations that we've developed at Intel for taking advantage of IA processors to do data plane processing much more efficiently. So a blend of unique to Intel platform innovations as well as participating to drive an open standard-based environment. What is Intel doing to help with this process with enterprises? And are there any programs that you would point to to help our enterprise listeners engage? I think one of the best places to engage is something called Intel Network Builders. We are collaborating within the entire ecosystem to create a framework by which end users, OEMs, and ISVs can find one another in terms of their best-of-breed implementations for these functions. Lynn, thanks so much for joining us today. One last question. If people want to continue engaging with you, where should they reach out to you? I am on Twitter. Lincomp Intel. And then there's always, Allison, your chip chats. You have a significant amount of information on this transformation already. And then IT at Intel on the intel.com website, where there's a number of case studies from Intel in their own transformational journey. Thanks so much for the time today, Lynn. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, Allison. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization. 